The views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Danielle Metz Show. Abraham Lincoln was quoted as saying, the best way to get a bad law repealed is to enforce it strictly. Which makes me wonder if that's what President Trump's intention is regarding the uh, problem they're having with legal immigration along the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, it's blown up over the social media over the last week or so, and my first instinct was to ignore it, but it refuses to go away. Um, Robert, what do you think? There are so many angles to this. It's actually a treasure trove <laughs> for people like you and I to analyze this in light of all of the uh, the left versus right issues. Why don't we just go through them one at a time? As a matter of fact, speaking of time, you have Time Magazine. Oh, yes. Who has just proven that it deserves the moniker fake news right up there with CNN and the rest How of the world. How does one not vet something that important? The very fact that Time Magazine chose to take two pictures, put them together in a Photoshop attempt to make the president look bad, makes Time Magazine uh, something that I'd never want to read again. It's fake news. Oh, obviously. Part of that uh, fake news was the issue of the little girl herself, who, of course, was never ripped. And they always use words ripped. Yes, ripped from the arms. Ripped like they from just... the suckling breast <laughs> of, the, of the mother. No, she was never even taken from her mother. As a matter of fact, um, you know the story. It's been revealed yes. since that the mother, this is her second time trying to get into the state. She was kicked out once before. She has four children. Three she, of whom she left behind. She left the other three behind. She stole off in the middle of the night with her little girl. Her ticket across the border. Right. Not even telling her husband, who, by the way, has a great job in Honduras as yes. a captain. And, and they lived port. quite comfortably. They lived comfortably. The husband said that, you know, it's hard to get jobs here. We're doing pretty good. I mean, it's not the safest country in the world, but she took off in the middle of the night, six in the morning with the little girl, never telling anybody, left the other three kids behind on this 1,800 kilometer or mile uh, journey to the United States. Paid a paid, smuggler. Paid a coyote six grand <laughs> to go across the border. Was never ever taken away uh, from her child, the, the little girl that's seen crying on the cover. So when that's when that comes to light, that Time magazine cover is thrown into an even more despicable light. Yeah, and they've never did they they stood by it because did I they think, really never yes, apologized. No, <laughs> not that I've seen, but I haven't seen anything on social media at all, which you figured be top and center. And it's much more reliable than the mainstream media. Well, yes, media. definitely, yeah. because you get different aspects of every story, right? Because everybody's got their own opinion on social media. Sure. Now, I think that that story, the background of that little girl and her mother, was reported in the Daily Mirror or the Daily Mail, I forget which, in, in Britain. Okay. Yeah, and the BBC actually reported on it, too. So kudos to them for getting... Well, they don't have that. any uh, skin in the game. Oh, that's true, too, yeah. Uh, now, what other issues are there? There's the human trafficking issue of people actually taking kids, stealing yes, kids. Yes, kidnapping them. Kidnapping them, using them to get across the border in a hope of getting and the sympathy of the And sometimes they people. end up killing them uh, when they, once they get into the oh, country as well, which don't is... Don't tell me that. I don't want to hear that. Very that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, there's the pictures, the Obama pictures. Most of the pictures that they're using to bring this issue to light are taken from the Obama era of the uh, the people and even children in concrete cells with concrete floors lying on the floors. Those are Obama pictures. Not only that, but those are only processing 
areas. Yes. That's not where they end up. No. Within 72 hours, they're usually transferred to, and I've seen pictures and videos of the, the places that they house these kids. Yes. And they're, they're nice. They've got schools there. They've got beautiful beds with pictures and superheroes on the wall and doctors available for any problems. That's where they end up. Yes, this is and, just temporary. And then they go into foster care, which brings up yet another issue, and that is the Child Protective Services in the States. The amount of children taken from their uh, illegal criminal parents yes, at the border... You have to emphasize the illegal part. That's, yes, equals three days' worth of children taken away by Child Protective Services in the United States. From that's, that's their the own citizens. Yes, from their own citizens. And often for nonsense, for example, your child has a cold, therefore you're a bad parent. Or your child was playing basketball in the backyard. A neighbor complained because he was whiling away the hours waiting for you to come home from work. He was a latchkey kid. Yeah. So you don't have access to a toilet? Up, oh, neglect. Taken away from parents. That kind of stuff goes on all the time to an immense degree, which dwarfs the uh, taking of children away from these and criminal how, parents at the well, border. And how um, the time frame that they're separated is very short as well. It depends on the processing. If they claim asylum, mm-hmm. then it's a longer process so that the kids are in the system for a bit longer. If they get, are just deported, they're immediately reunited and sent back to their place of origin. Yes. yes. We're talking so, days. We're not talking years. You know, we're a very short period of time. Um, Max, I think, is like, 20 to 40 days that they're separated? Maybe a little bit more? I don't know the exact uh, number of days. But it's certainly uh, being blown up by the anti-Trump people out there. As a matter of fact, one Democratic congressman from California used a tape recording of whining kids, played it in Congress against the rules, by the way, and the uh, chairman tried to shut him down and eventually had to use the sergeant-at-arms to have them shut the recording off. That's so disgusting. They, yes, once they established that it was against the rules. All he did was stand up there and say, President Trump is ripping kids from mother's arms. What does that sound like? And then he goes into his breast pocket and plays a recording of kids going, Mommy, Mommy. You, you mean know, like my morning with my twins this morning? <laughs> <laughs> exact same sound. Trust me, I know what it sounds like. Yeah. He's playing with my doll. Yeah. <laughs> same sound. Exactly. Yep. But that speaks volumes. Notice that the Democratic senator, when he got up, never spoke to any of the facts. All he did was play on the emotions for the cameras and for the rest of Congress. Emotions. Listen to this child crying. Equate that with President Trump. That's all he wanted to do was make that association. And that's typical of the left, is that there is no intellect involved. It's simply the squirtings of glands Well, not only that, there's no honesty either. Like the other picture of that little boy who is, quote-unquote, inside a cage. He was at a demonstration where they were protesting uh, Trump's immigration laws, but he just got separated from his parent for like 30 seconds, cried, as toddlers are wont to do. Like in Walmart, yeah. Yeah, and then suddenly this is everybody's posting that this is Trump, what Trump does to kids. It keeps kids in cage. And even when it came to light that this was basically a staged photo, they're like, well, yeah, but, you know, it's the same thing. We're just opening the dialogue to prove how evil Trump is. And once the image gets out there, then it just goes viral and then becomes the the iconic representation of what's wrong with immigration laws. And when, in fact, of course, it should have been taken down as like, oops, sorry, this is not a child taken by... Uh, immigration and customs people. This is a protester's child who lost sight of his mother or father or whatever while he was walking around this open cage that they set up. (laughs) Yes. 
But no, you don't see that. No. It, it just now has a life of its own, and unfortunately, that is the image that people associate. Because with people President don't Trump. read about the actual issue. All they do is they see the pictures. It affects them. They don't want to see kids crying. They don't want to hear kids crying. So they think, oh well, there's a problem here. It must be Trump's fault because mm-hmm. they said so. Now another issue that comes up, of course, is are these refugees? Refugees from what? Now, Honduras is not heaven on earth. I wouldn't want to live there. I wouldn't want to live there either. I mean, but I've been in Mexico. I've been in Costa Rica and um, a number of Caribbean countries where, you know, you don't want to go off the beaten path. But still, it's not the Soviet Union. It's not Vietnam during the war. It's not Nazi Germany. You know, these people, they've got it tough. It's a crime-ridden area. And I can understand wanting to leave it, perhaps, but to claim refugee status, I think, is a little over the top, especially when you violate the country's rules that you want to go into, first thing. Which, and they already offer you, you can claim asylum at port of entry. Exactly. So why are you not doing, you can't even follow that basic law where we won't turn you back, we'll process your claim of asylum right here, and you won't be considered a criminal. And we won't be separated from your family. Exactly. Go to a proper boarding, crossing station saying, look, um, I'd like to uh, become an American citizen. Here's my papers. Here's my kid. Here's her birth certificate to prove you that's mine. Yep. Um, you know, let's start the process going. No. They cross over in the dead of night through, you know, the Rio Grande. And taking their children on that kind of journey, too, which is so dangerous. Yeah. It's like they don't, they show no, why are we supposed to be concerned for children that they don't seem to be concerned about themselves? They're not under, you know, they're not persecuted to the level, like you mentioned, like in the Soviet Union, the Nazis. It's not, they might not live under ideal conditions and want to, I can understand why I need to better your life, but then do it through proper channels or better your own country. You know, like that, yes. use that impetus to better where you already are. Yes. What the, what a lot of them are, are is with the Syrian so-called refugees after they leave Syria and go to uh, Turkey or Greece or Italy and then try to make their way to Canada, the United States. They're no longer refugees, of no. course, because they're coming from safe countries. What they're doing, what they are, are welfare shoppers yeah. trying to find the better deal. Now, I don't begrudge people trying to find a better deal for their for their children and for themselves. However, when you see that most of them are just 20-year-olds 20 with, with no women or children in tow, yep. with their $300 cell phones on them or, or $1,000 cell phones, wearing Gucci clothes, you got a question, you know, um, you know, I don't think that this is legit. No. Fleeing from what? Which um. is unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate because these bad apples, who are, by the way, I think the majority... Are, are making it worse for people who are legitimate refugees and do need asylum. Yes, because you're, they're flooding the system too, and they make it impossible for the authorities to deal with the people who are coming through legitimately as effectively as they could and process them quicker because the system just gets bogged down. Exactly. To wrap this up in generalities ph- philosophically, I think there are two things. Uh, one, of course, is uh, the superficial way of looking at an issue not delving into the facts, trying to treat it emotionally rather than intellectually, which is a hallmark of the left. And the second, of course, is that this anti-Trump thing, this, which is what this all is designed for, the mainstream media, Time Magazine, CNN, all of these people harping on this non-issue, is, is meant to push the narrative for globalism. No borders. Everybody should have free movement throughout the world. 
And why do they want free movement into the United States? Because the people that they're moving into the United States come from collectivist cultures, cultures which, once they get the vote, will vote Democrat, will vote left. They want to change the demographic of the United States. From within. From within to more reflect a socialist, international socialist agenda. Well, that's my opinion on that. What's yours, Danielle? (laughs) Uh, I agree 100%. Um, Also, Trump on Wednesday, I believe, put forward an executive order instructing legislation uh, to prevent families from being separated for that period that they are. And then the liberals went nuts going, you want to keep children in jail with their parents now? And it's like, okay, uh, what do you want me to do exactly? It's a no please in some people. Well, that, but that's the point. It's because that's what they want is the open border. So it doesn't matter. Fixing the border isn't the, the, the issue at hand. They want open borders. Think of the children, unless, of course, it's Baron Trump, which uh, Peter Fonda wants to throw in a cage with pedophiles. I had to report that tweet. I saw that tweet early in that morning, and I, I reported it to Twitter. I see a lot of stuff on Twitter. Mm. But when somebody, and it doesn't matter if it's Peter Fonda or anybody else, actually makes a threat of criminal intent against a specified person, I have to report it. Melania goes into the Secret Service and says, check this out. Oh, good. I'm glad she did. She did. And he's since apologized. And then, of course, there's a CBC reporter whose name I never found out, but said that um, we're coming for Chloe, too, which is uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s daughter, who's four years old, I believe. And so it's like, okay, so you can attack individual children, but think of the children. And there, there's also been reports of ICE agents having their children threatened as well. And so children, which children are we thinking about here? Oh, the ones that are coming across the border illegally. Those are the only ones that count. It's uh, The hypocrisy is outstandingly obvious, and yet no one seems to pick up on it. It's certainly not the mainstream media because they are part of the hypocrisy. They are part of this globalist international socialist trend. They want no borders. They want the United States to move to the left. They hate President Trump and what he represents. and Vehemently. Vehemently to the point, you know, Jordan Peterson has come out and, and spent 30 years of his life telling people, look, I've investigated, to put words in his mouth, I've investigated <laughs> what causes things like Nazi Germany, Soviet Union, Cambodia. I investigated this stuff. And what it is, is what you're seeing on the, on the news today. This stuff leads to the Soviet Union. This stuff leads to death camps and firing squads. You've got to stop this nonsense right now because what they're doing is trying to cage America. Yeah. Uh, sad but true. Uh, God, we could go on about this forever. There's just so much that we haven't even touched on. Maybe we'll save it for another show when more stuff happens because it doesn't seem like it's going away. So until then, take care, behave yourselves, and talk to you soon. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit www.justrightmedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right. Right.